Hello, everyone, and welcome to Six Figure Souls Doing Good and Making Money. This is a very special season five edition highlighting the co-authors of our book, uh, The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul-Aligned Business, 25 Practical Strategies from the Expert. I am your host, Camille Miller, lead author for the book and pioneer of the soul professional movement. Today, we are interviewing Lisa Gibbs. She is the author of Chapter 13, Value, Honor, Respect, Change Your Mind, Money, I'm sorry, Change Your Money Habits by Changing Yourself. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you to, um, thank you for being on our podcast this morning. Thank you for having me, Camille. I'm yes. super, super excited. This is like yeah. only the second podcast I've ever done, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's very easy. It's just a um a conversation really about your chapter. So of course I read your chapter. I read all everybody's chapter. I, I am blown away at how good this book is. Like just blown away. When I put the project together, I really just wanted to give great business strategies to people that were contemplating, you know, putting together a soul lines business. And this this is like a masterpiece. I know I'm a little biased but I, I am so proud of it. So I want to dive in to uh, a little bit about your story. Um, so you were a ballet instructor and came out of the performing arts mm -hmm. and shifted your world and ended up in financial services and being a mindset coach um, to help people become financially secure. That is quite a change. So I want to talk a little bit about your story without telling us everything that's in your chapter, because I know that you do, you know, talk about this transformation in your chapter. But what has it been like for you as you went from one career to the other and that leap, you know, and I'm sure it was scared at some point, right? And yeah. where you feel now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yes, I was a professional professional modern dancer, um, trained in ballet for forever and modern dance and still train in ballet. It's, it's my home. I walk into the dance studio and I'm at home. Um, so I do still have that part of my life. Um, you know, but I was in a place where, you know, that's not my main source of income and it, mm -hmm. it really never was my main source of income okay. dance or even professionally dancing. Um, so I've always worked, I've had all kinds of different jobs. Um, but the places, the places I worked were like in the service industry, restaurant business, um, administrative assisting, okay. teaching. I've always kind of done sort of both sides of the brain. Yeah. You know, as administratively um, assisting at the same time as being a dance teacher and learning the craft of, of teaching. Um, but what I've discovered actually through my, what my next career was going to be um, was the core of what I do is teach. Right. Right. So um, I went from teaching and I'm still teaching dance, but now I'm also teaching about money. Um, and financial services was suggested to me, you know, when I was seeing what was out there, where could I put all these different skills that I had, you know, right. from being an administrative assistant, from being a bartender, from being a teacher, from, you know, where can I put all that stuff that I've learned in those industries? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere that would be really helpful for me and other people. 
and financial services sounded good to me. And I investigated it, you know, took my time. Right. Don't just, I don't jump in. Right. That's okay. <laughs> um, and discovered that I really, really enjoy talking about money and what you think about money and how you feel about it and how that sort of manifests in your life and your day-to-day life. Yeah. I love that you're using the word teach because you were a teacher in so many ways, right? I think in all of those jobs, you're teaching, you're helping, you're serving. And as you moved your career into financial services, you're really still teaching people how Mm -hmm. to be financially secure, successful. So you're still in that role, which is, which is a beautiful thing. So tell me, um, I want to talk a little bit about your experience writing your chapter, right? Is this, are are you a first time writer? No. Was this new to you? Okay. So you, you, at least you had some experience writing before, but what made you decide to join this particular project? This particular project? Whoa. Um, I, I guess I was in a space of contemplating, you know, for myself, what, what I'm doing as work. Okay. Am I, does it fulfill me? Mm. Um, Because I've been in several different jobs that, you know, I liked, I was good at, but after a while walking up the stairs and going, I really don't want to go in this door, you know, but feeling like I had to because of yeah. circumstances that are actually explained a little bit in my chapter. Yeah. One um, of the words you used in your chapter, it was grand facade. Like mm-hmm. you're putting on this grand facade. And I, I, I love that. And you also mentioned that your body told you that, um, well, you said my body told me when I couldn't reach my knee, uh, past my knees anymore, <laughs> that you really weren't happy. And I think that that also shows in your, in yourself and in your body when you're not happy, but Sorry, go ahead. Yes, yes. Um, thank you for bringing that up. It, that was, it was a really, really tough, painful time. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when you get to where you really don't want to walk in that door, you need to really step back. Mm-hmm. You know? So now that that lesson has been learned, I hope, <laughs> you know, just really take a minute and understand and listen when something new gets presented like this opportunity to do this book um I almost said no immediately um but I just left it and read it read the invitation again later and then talked with you about it and decided that yeah I do want to be a part of this um something valuable to give out absolutely your chapter was outstanding and how did you find the experience as you were writing it um, a very deep, very heartfelt, you know, I cried mm. several times, <laughs> just sort of reliving yep. and then trying to explain, you know, yeah, what words fit together right, to explain it. I found it extremely easy to write the beginning of it, um, which okay. did a little bit surprise me, but, you know, as I work on trusting myself more. I surprise myself less. I like that. <laughs> it's a good lesson for everybody. <laughs> um, so I went for a walk and that first bit just came in and here I am putting on my black pants, putting on my white t-shirt, putting on my starched button down, putting on the black 
um, apron and the name tag with the black letters and black shoes and hair pulled back. And at least a tie could be colorful, you know, okay. kind of thing. It's just like, I mean, that, that whole first bit came in my little one walk after I decided to do this. It was beautiful. Yeah. You, you totally set the scene and I felt like I was in it with you. Like I felt it when you were saying you were putting on this grand facade and I was like, I totally, I totally get this. It, it was so well-written. And um, um, I think it's important to also mention this book has not only everybody's story, but a strategy. So something that I assume helped you, right. Get through your time and then you share this strategy with the audience so this is way more than just a book I think it's like more like a workbook myself mm -hmm. did you feel that way yeah yeah I, I can yeah. definitely that. um um I think see. it's a go I'm sorry go ahead um well I was just thinking about how I came up to, came up with that strategy for this particular in this particular instance um because I had shifted from four different jobs, getting divorced, buying a house. <laughs> yep. A dissertation, all that. Let's just do it all at the same time, right? You know, pile it on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you know, think is like one level, what one lever that pushed you forward during that time? Stepping back and listening instead of instead of putting up a wall yeah to not deal with what i was really feeling on the inside which was valueless mm. disrespected you know um given no honor was what i was feeling on the inside but some of it was coming from the external but a lot mm -hmm. of it was internal mm -hmm. so it was realizing i just don't value myself why is that? Um, so, and that's not really why I chose financial services. It just sort of, it, it came to fit. Yeah. Um, it, it fits in. And from your story, from like reading your, your chapter, your passion and how happy you are helping others in that same situation, because you attract who you were, right? Because you have the skill set to fix them, to help right. them, to serve them. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's really ni nice when you can relate to people that went through the situation that you went through and giving them the same steps and strategies that can help them because they helped you. And I think it's a, a beautiful piece of work. You did a terrific job on your chapter. So um, how important do you feel that this book is, the whole collaboration of the book? Um, for people wanting to create that soul aligned business for themselves that may be stuck where you were a few years back, you know, in that grand facade, doing something every single day to pay the bills, but it's not, you know, rewarding from the inside. Right, right. Um, well, you know, it also changed, you know, changing your, your narrative, you know, you say you're, I'm broke. Well, is that actually true? You know, and you'll I stay just, there. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt a little scarcity about, about mm -hmm. money that, which shrouded the scarcity of myself. Um, so let's see, coming out of that, you know, I, I really surprised myself by how much I do enjoy 
talking with people about money and the the words that we used to tell ourselves, you know, I'm broke. I don't know where my money went. I have no idea. You know, it's all mushy. Yep. Right. Yeah. The next, those next steps are a little mushy. I agree. Moving to that mastery of it. Um, I really enjoy helping people make that transition. Um, and, you know, it being the, the sole professional, I mean, why not put your values in your, your, what you just love, what comes easy and naturally to you into the business that you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's totally different when you're authentic, when it feels right or doesn't feel right. I had a situation literally the other day. I was working with my marketing team and they're like, we got to change these emails. We got to do this. We got to do this. And I knew they were saying me like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna. So I need you to do this. <laughs> like as soon as they said it, I felt like this weight on my shoulders. Like I have too much to do right now. I cannot start editing an email sequence. You know what I mean? Where normally I would because it flows and they're from me. Right. So you want it to be my voice. And I was like, I can't do it. You got to take it off my shoulders and immediately feeling that release from my body. And I was like, mm -hmm. I got to start paying attention to this because it was so clear to me and I probably wouldn't have done it or I would have procrastinated on it. And that's, that's a, a key to me. That means I don't actually want to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, give me your thoughts about the overall book. I don't know if you've read it, some other chapters yet. The advanced reader's copy comes out soon. I'm so excited. Um, um, and how you feel about the collaborative effort from everybody, the other authors that you've met already. I know that you've done some group interviews. What do you think about the whole project? I love the whole project. I just, I just love it. I love it. And, you know, I'm noticing more and more people of all different backgrounds. In fact, I'm seeing more men start to talk about absolutely work that comes from their soul. And I love seeing that for sure. Um, I, I think I have not read any of it. For, okay. some reason I said, for some reason I told myself, I'm going to read it when it's actually a book. When it comes out that, and that's fine. I read it because I had to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I just like having. Yep. I that totally get that. Um, but I am going to read the advanced copy. Um, but from the interviews I've seen, and I've talked to several of the authors one-on-one, -on -one, everybody has something wonderful and unique that's, that they're doing and has unique little tidbits um, that they're of wisdom, little pearls of wisdom that they're, they're putting out there. And, you know, I haven't really talked about strategies yet with any of them. So I'm, I'm excited to see what the different strategies end up being, you know, cause we're like the, the generally the, the um, concept of it is broad, you know, yes. coming into your business world from a soul aligned place. Mm -hmm. But the way each one of us did it, I think is just fabulous and yeah. different and interesting yeah. and beautiful. And I'm really looking forward to reading the stories and the strategies because there might be something that I need to put in place myself. Absolutely. I, I, I was so impressed by it and, and learning because I've interviewed people. I've been doing this for seven years. I've been interviewing or had this podcast since 2020. And I've listened to people's stories as they create 
their soul line businesses and the ups and downs, you know, to really breaking that six figure ceiling. Um, this book is really just about creating it, just creating. <laughs> you don't have to do anything more, but create it and learning that everyone's, I think the soul searching process is very similar, but everyone had different backgrounds doing different things. And I thought the stories were so interesting. And when you have a book of 25 different people that have done it and 25 different ways that they did it, that someone can always find their story in this book. You're going to find your story. You're going to probably going to find a few stories. And Mm -hmm. then the strategies that help these people each one of us, all of the authors, you know, build their business and what helped them or their first steps they took, I think is a phenomenal resource guide. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lisa, for being a part of our podcast, for being a co-author in the book and dedicating your time to doing this with us. I, I'm so excited about it coming out and, uh, you know, being a part of the new business world. That definitely is a paradigm shift happening in this little professional world. Yes. Yes. I feel it. I feel it myself. And um, there's something more out there, you know, that's going to come from this. Absolutely. So what that is, I don't know, but I'm excited about it. <laughs> Me too. Thank you, Lisa, for your time. I want to remind everyone that's watching this, all of our listeners, that you can find the book. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul Aligned Business, 25 practical strategies from the expert. You can go to Amazon. You can uh, Google it if we, uh, well, actually we'll probably have the link in the show notes, but if not, you can just go to Amazon and look for the ultimate guide to creating your soul aligned business. You can buy it in an ebook or you can buy it in a paperback. So I want to thank everyone today for being a part of our podcast. For more information about the Soul Professional Movement, you can go to soulprofessional.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Natural Life Business Partnership, a global professional organization and business incubator for the soul-aligned professional. If you live in a higher vibration, have an alternative approach to business, and are here to help repair the world, come join us at our next meet and greet. To learn more, you can go to soulprofessional.com to find the next available date to meet us. Welcome. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and hopefully we'll see you soon.